Friday's Digest, Season 1, Episode 17. Today I would like to discuss the digital world that we are living and compare it to the analog world that we used to have a few decades ago. Specifically, I want to focus on the negative influence the digital world has on us. And I want to share what I do to bring back some of those analog habits into my life. And I noticed that these habits made my life much happier. Let's take news websites, for example. On average, we can log into those websites 10, 20, even 30 times a day. But this habit of logging onto these websites again and again and again throughout the day contributes very little to the understanding of what is truly going on. And if you check those news sites just three times a day, that will keep you updated just as good. Consuming so much news is a major problem in the digital world that we're living. And it made me think back of my childhood long before we had internet. Our parents and grandparents also live through wars and tragedies, but they've done it in an analog world, a world of print newspapers, of radio shows, of listening to music on vinyl records. Was it better? So let's step back in time and think about it. I would like to present three stories for my childhood about reading the newspaper, about listening to the radio, and about listening to music. Let's start with reading the newspaper. As a kid, it was my task to buy the newspaper, the weekend newspaper. My dad would leave money on the dining room table, and on my way back from school, I'd pick up the paper. I loved reading the newspaper. The newspaper, as any newspaper you know, had the front pages. The front pages were dedicated to current events. They were pretty brief, what we call short-form content. And then they were followed by long-form content, like opinion columns, like in-depth articles, international news, culture, movies, TV, sports, finance, you name it. And I'd spend hours reading the newspaper. News on television was pretty limited. The news was broadcasted at 9 p.m. Later, it was uh, moved to 8 p.m., but as a kid, it was on 9 p.m. We only had one TV channel, so we gathered for the evening news on TV. We watched it. It lasted about 25 or 30 minutes. We never had any 24 hours around the clock news channel, and thank God for that. The term breaking news was not invented yet. And when I think back of those times of consuming news mainly through the newspaper, it's a pleasant memory of mine. Radio stations and radio shows. We got our first radio in the car when I was 12. So back then, before the age of 12, when I rode the car, I didn't listen to any radio station. Listening to the radio was confined to our house. I had radio in my room and we had radio in our kitchen. 
My alarm clock was a radio. I was waking up every day at 6.45 a.m. and I woke up to the morning show on the radio. It was followed by a children's news segment, news dedicated and read to children. It was read by Alex Ansky. My Israeli readers, I'm sure, remember him. And it was followed by a brief news update. After school, our kitchen radio played the afternoon show, and the afternoon show on the radio had long-form content. It had in-depth interviews. Even when I look back at wartime when I was a kid, the Gulf War, I was 11. Listening to the radio was our comfort zone. It wasn't stressful to listen to the radio. So when I think back, listening to the radio is a pleasant memory. Records, those vinyl records, you know, those round black things you put on a turntable and you lower the needle and then you listen to music. My parents had a record collection and a turntable in the living room. And every weekend lunch, often during the week as well, we'd listen to a record. Putting a record is is a ritual. You have to dust it off. You need to clean off the dust from the needle. You need to slowly lower the needle onto the record. You need to flip it halfway. It's very difficult to skip songs on a record, so you listen to the record from start to finish. We absorbed every single one of these records. When I was 13, I got my first CD player. That CD player, of course, made skipping tracks very easy. I could skip through songs just with a press of a button. But I maintained the habit of listening to the CD from start to finish without skipping any songs. I immersed myself in each one of those CDs. So when I look back and compare those habits of listening to the CD or record from start to finish and compare it to streaming services where you listen to a specific station or a single song, it's not the same thing. Nowadays, we've gone digital. We now live in the digital age. And living in the digital age has enormous advantages. We can keep in touch with all of our friends and family, and the distance doesn't matter. I now live away from home, and I can keep in touch with all my friends and family using my phone. If I need to find a scientific manuscript, I can just find it in a matter of seconds, and I don't need to waste hours over hours at the medical library. We can find any piece of information we want on the internet in a matter of seconds. We no longer need to waste time standing in line. We can just do it online on the internet. And the list goes on and on and on. But the digital world that we're living today is so different from the digital world we had about a decade ago, about 10 years ago. Let's compare consuming information to consuming sugar. Nowadays, we have so much information at our fingertips. It's like having sugar. Of course, we need some sugar in our diet, but when we have too much sugar, it becomes toxic. So toxic that we become sick. It's called diabetes. This is the disease caused by consuming too much sugar. Nowadays, 
everything is breaking news. Social media had turned every single person into a news reporter. But like sugar, we can't resist this information. We always feel that we need to have it all. FOMO, fear of missing out. We need to have everything, but we can't read everything. We can't watch everything from start to finish. We don't have time for that. We don't have time anymore to consume long-form content because we feel like we have to consume every single short-form content out there. So to have it all, we consume it in the condensed form, short-form content, fewer words, short video, more impact. It's like a concentrated sugar candy. Have we gone too far with it? I believe the answer is definitely yes. We've gone too far. For example, when I open a news site on the internet during wartime or not, I don't enjoy it like I enjoyed reading the weekend newspaper. When I open social media, I don't enjoy social media like I enjoyed listening to radio shows. If I listen to single songs, single tracks on services like Spotify or Apple Music, I don't enjoy these single tracks like I enjoyed listening to a record or listening to a CD from start to finish. And this is exactly the symptom, the manifestation of excessively consuming digital content. It's like digital diabetes. Diabetes, too much sugar. Digital diabetes, too much information. Nothing is profound anymore. Nothing is deep. Everything is just too much of the short content. So what can we do about it, you ask? First, everyone is different and there is no right or wrong, but let me share my approach. And my approach brought back a lot of joy into my life. Not as much today during wartime, but you get the picture. So for news, I read newsletters. Newsletters sent by writers I trust. And I limit the consumption of news websites to the bare minimum. That's about five minutes a week during wartime. It's five minutes a day, but five minutes a week, not more than that. That's more than enough for short form content. With social media, I focus it on science and inviting people to my creative content, like inviting readers to my newsletter, listen to my podcast, or watch my YouTube channel. I never, ever scroll a general feed, meaning I only read content that is written by the people I follow, written by them. With music, I listen to full albums from start to finish. With our kids, our kids inherited our iPods, my wife's iPod and my iPod, and they listen to music on their iPods. Back home, we have our CD collections and we have our record collections and we have a turntable at home and they await our return. Of course, we didn't take them with us here to Boston, but they are waiting for us back home. For audio or visual content on the internet, I consume podcasts from people I'm subscribed to. And I consume YouTube videos from YouTube channels I trust. I don't just scroll to find something. 
I only listen or watch things I'm subscribed to. If it's not long form content, it's not for me. I don't consume short form content. If there is YouTube shorts, I will watch the full version of that YouTube video. Now again, there is no one size fits all. But my take home message is, if you consume superficial, short form content, it's terrible for your soul. It's terrible for your well being. And if you want to seize back control of what you consume, it will just make you happier. And I suggest you give it a try. With that, we'll end today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. See you next week.